Welcome to the Dear Mark Project podcast, brought to you by Brain Co. As marketing and advertising professionals, honesty and transparency need to be at the forefront for everything we do. However, with new emerging technology, creating materials that are both engaging and 100% transparent can be super tricky. The Dear Mark Project podcast produces weekly episodes on honesty and transparency as it relates to the advertising and marketing spaces. Our goal is to get Mark Zuckerberg and his social media empire to create an automatic hashtag filtered image tag that shows up on any post that uses a filter. It's a small action that we believe can create a world of a difference. Stay tuned on how you can support and enjoy the show. Tatiana, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So please tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah. So I am a team operations coach and I work with entrepreneurs that are at the stage in their business where they're ready to hire help. And I teach you not just how to hire and lead your team, but how to really optimize the way that your business runs so that you can not be the person doing everything and you can really lean into delegation. That's so awesome and very valuable. I love that you focus on hiring and the leadership portion because I think there's a lot of consulting companies out there that focus on either or, but they really go hand in hand. So the fact that you're focusing on both, I think it's just, it's incredibly awesome. Um, so I'm really curious, what is your story and specifically what's your consulting story? Yeah. So I started in corporate as a district manager for Aldi grocery stores and managed five really high sales volume stores. And during my tenure there, I had to learn how to really effectively lead my store managers so that they could better lead their own teams, hit their numbers, have you know good reviews from our customers, so on and so forth. And so after doing that for about four years, I realized that I kind of wanted to start my own business. So I left that and started just doing regular, simple, like how to start a business type of consulting and realized that that really wasn't where my passion was. And so I asked myself, okay, well, I loved what I did at Aldi. So how can I repackage that in a way that's beneficial to online entrepreneurs? And after doing some research, just quickly realized that there was not much out there on how to lead a team for your business or how to hire for your business past just, you know, a virtual assistant. And so I started hosting VIP days in 2020. I left my job in 2019, started hosting VIP days in 2020, and then it kind of took off from there. So I did about 40 of those. And then I launched a coaching program and now I kind of sell my templates, resources, tutorials in the form of a shop. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And I absolutely love the passion that you have behind what you do and how it got you to be where you are today. Um, I think that's so cool. And just like you said, I think that there's a lot of resources out there when it comes to sales and marketing, but when it comes to resources that actually provide practical tools around how to lead your team and actually how to hire the right people. I think that we're definitely lacking in that, unfortunately. So the fact that you provide that to people is so cool. And I'd love to know what lights you up the most about your business? Absolutely. The results that our clients are able to achieve, because I think coming in, it sounds like, oh, leadership, hiring, like not the sexy part of running a business, right? It's not the sales and the marketing and the flashy numbers, but seeing my clients be able to 
take vacations, being able to delegate projects that they never thought they would have to. Um, a lot of my clients have agencies of some sort. So seeing you know, them running their agencies and not having to have a huge hand in the actual client fulfillment aspect, I think it's truly life-changing work. And it's almost like the core issue that most people have, we just don't realize it. You know, we think the reason why our growth is stunted is because we need better marketing. But a lot of times it's we need to lean more into leadership and learning how to bring the best out of our team members and our employees so that, you know, you're not the only person, you know, really fighting to to build the company. <laughs> you're right. It's not the sexy part of business, but I think it is so critical to make your business sexier. And I think about the saying of happy wife, happy life. All right, replace the word wife with employee and you got it. Happy employees make a happy life. Happy employees make a great company and a thriving company. Um, so that I think that is absolutely so incredible and so important. And I think that when your team members are actually benefiting from your positive leadership, again, they're going to be creating a lot more better things and you're going to have a higher retention rate, which I know is extremely important um, for a lot of business owners. So I'm so happy that you're doing that. And I'd love for you to just share some of your accomplishments that you're proud of. I would say probably building a team of my own um, because, it, you know, it's it's really special being able to work with people, but also helping to develop people, um, creating a salary. Like one day I decided to be bold enough to start my own business. And because of that, I'm able to pay salaries to people and they're able to you know, transform their own lives for the better through, you know, their salary and then being able to develop them professionally as well. So not just having people who kind of leave the same way that they came in, but making sure that I'm challenging my team, giving them projects that are going to push their their limits and, you know, helping them to develop not just as employees, but as people too. So yeah, having my own team, man, it's it's really special and it's definitely my my favorite part of the journey. Ah, oh, that's so cool. And I love that you kind of described a trickle down effect where if you're working on your business and yourself that a lot of people are going to benefit. I mean, not only your employees, but if someone else is watching what you're doing with your life, um, they're going to be really inspired as well. And I think that fits in perfectly to what you're doing. I'm sure a lot of your employees are really benefiting from your consulting business and your leadership expertise they have told me in some way or another that like, this is the best place that they've worked. And that like is huge for me um, because I came from a toxic work environment. And so, and this is really true for everyone, but like we as entrepreneurs have the opportunity to create the type of culture that we maybe didn't get to experience in our own workplace. Um, so yeah. Wow. Well, first off, hats off to you and all the praises in the world for creating a work environment where your employees are genuinely excited to be there and to be a part of it. Um, that is phenomenal and should not be overlooked at all because there's a lot of toxic work environments out there. So the fact that you're creating the space for employees just to thrive in is absolutely awesome. I am so excited to get into this topic with you today. We're going to be talking about how to create an authentic and vulnerable brand and exactly what that means and how to do it. For the first question, what are some of the values that you personally find to be important to showcase in your branding, whether it's personal or business? And how do you go about showcasing those values in either your content or your messaging? Absolutely. So I think one value that 
really rings true in our branding and marketing, especially is authenticity. And I feel like that word is probably thrown around a lot now. Um, but what I mean by that is truly creating an environment where I am myself through and through in the way that I market, the way that I show up for my clients, and also creating an environment for my community where they can be themselves as well. Not having to be super buttoned up, not having to have all the answers. You know, even me out here teaching people how to lead their teams, like I don't know everything about leadership, right? I'm still learning and it's still a journey. So I think just creating like a really vulnerable environment for people um, really aligns with, you know, our, our core values. So that's one is authenticity. And then I think another one would be autonomy. So autonomy in the way that I, again, run my team, also the way that I interact with my clients. And so like public facing, I think the way that we kind of create that is even through our content, like we're always challenging our community to think deeper past the surface, not just, you know, question and answer, but really helping people kind of build that confidence to take on, you know, whatever task, their business, building their team, whatever, and feeling that autonomy of knowing like, I can do this. Like I can, I can lean on my own, you know, I can trust myself. Um, and I don't have to look to anyone, even Tatiana to validate me that I'm a, I'm going to be a good leader or that I'm, you know, capable of building a team. I'm so happy you hit on autonomy because I think it's a really scary subject for a lot of business owners out there where they might feel like if they give autonomy to their employees, they're giving them the card to be crazy egotistical in their positions or make crazy mistakes. And although, I mean, that's, that's valid, those feelings are very valid, the benefits of giving your employees autonomy is astronomical. When you give employees autonomy, what happens is that you allow the doors to be opened in terms of their creativity and in terms of their safety. Employees cannot create creative things, and I feel like that matters really a lot in advertising and marketing, that when you're not feeling safe, you're not going to be creating your best work. You're not going to be creating your most creative work because you're worried about, all right, you know, is my boss going to be thinking this? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? And sure, there's going to be mistakes along the way. Absolutely. But as a leader, you know, you should be addressing those mistakes as they come along and you're going to be end up building stronger employees because of that. So yeah, I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I'd love to jump into how to create an authentic brand and specifically why it's so important and what value we're going to be seeing out of that. Mm -hmm. So as far as like why it's so important, I have been in business for four years now. And even before that, like before business, thinking about my career at Aldi, when you kind of present a version of yourself that isn't real, you present the version that you think people want to see, the version you think people want to buy from, eventually it becomes really hard to maintain that because it's not you. It's not who you are. And so I think vulnerability promotes longevity in business as well. It's a lot easier to show up with the truth than to try to, you know, build on essentially a lie, you know? Um and that I think that rings true for me, my clients, my team, my community, um, and kind of creating an environment where it's normal to be yourself. It's normal to 
fall down. It's normal to be going through a rough patch in business. And like, you can be vocal about those things. We have free events a lot in, in my company. And one of the things people always say is like, I love coming to your events. Cause I know you're going to give me the real, like, I know you're going to tell me the truth. You're going to talk about the things that other coaches won't tell you. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's, that's really huge. And, um, everyone should try to embody, you know, even just a, a little piece of that. I hope I answered your question. <laughs> Yeah. And I know when it comes to being authentic, there's a lot of benefits when it comes to personally and professionally. So can you hit on some of those value points? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think in, you know, both personal life and business life, um, you attract people that you truly want to be around people you truly want to work with that you truly want to have relationship with. And vice versa, right? Like they're attracted to you for real reasons, not because of what you portray. And I think it leads to like a more fulfilling life because you have more fulfilling relationships and you, it, they're being around people that you feel like you can be yourself around is like completely just priceless um, versus being in a room with people where you feel like you have to put on a front or, you know, kind of put on a, a mask almost before you walk in the room, it's uncomfortable and it, it just doesn't feel good. Um, so I think it's really important for everyone, but business owners, especially. Yeah. And you put it so beautifully that we're going to be attracting who we are. So who we are better be pretty dang good <laughs> because that's the type of people and situations and environments that we're also going to be attracting. And I think that we're going to be getting the best value in terms of relationships when we're doing that as well. Um, you know, whether it's a, a business partner or employee that who you are on an individual level and on a business level, that's who you're going to be attracting. And Tatiana, I'd love your advice when it comes to how brands can be honest and ethical in their marketing and their branding as well. There are very uh, trendy, if that's the right word, but trendy ways to market things. Um, you know, I think one that we see often is like, you know, little screenshots of blurbs that your clients may have said to you over time. And I would say it, as far as honest goes, like one for testimonial specifically, like get permission from your clients to release certain information. I personally don't love seeing like screenshots of conversations and stuff. Cause it's like, well, I don't know if they knew you were going to post that, you know, like that doesn't feel good for me when I see my private messages blasted for the sake of making more sales. And it makes me call that person into question too, I think. Um, so that, and then I also think like just making really honest claims, like you don't have to say that, you know, working with me is going to, yield you a 10x return if that's not something you know to be true. Um, so yeah, I would just keep it 100% honest and real and people will value that. I remember having a sales conversation with someone once and she was asking, asking about my program that I had at the time. And she was like, so will this program, like I know you'll help me with hiring a marketing person, but will you help me with like building funnels and stuff? And I feel like some people may have said like, yeah, you know, we have, we touch on funnels, but I was like, no, we, we do not touch that at all. If that's what you're looking for, this is not the program for you. And she ended up joining because she felt like she could trust me. And so you may think that being honest is like leaving things out or, you know, going to put you behind. But again, back to authenticity, you're going to attract the right people. People are going to be attracted to the honesty that you have in your marketing. I am so happy that you brought up testimonials. 
I think it's incredibly overlooked just in terms of how you are ethically getting those testimonials and how you are portraying those testimonials and making sure that they're not altered and that they are the truest form um, that it can possibly be. I mean, of course, you can edit like, you know, periods and commas and, you know, grammar stuff, but the meat of it needs to be what the client has actually said. Um, so Tatiana, can you please walk us through about how to ethically go about getting testimonials and also posting testimonials? Yeah. So towards the end of the working relationship, like in my program, for example, our clients would receive a link to book a graduation call. And then there was like a little explanation that on the graduation call, if they were open to it, we would collect some data to use for a case study on our website. And so when people would book their call, they're basically opting into that. They're saying they're okay with it. And so instead of just like a quick screenshot of I made $10,000 this week and not kind of showing the full story. Uh, we have a blog feature on our site with dozens of case studies and they're full page case studies where we capture where our client was before they came into the program, um, the transformation that they begun to have in the program, what specifically from the program aided in their success. And towards the end, we talk about like, what's life like now? And I always ask them to only tell me things that they can credit back to the program. Cause that's another thing too. Like I've even had a coach write a testimonial, you know, or share a testimonial about me that almost implied that all of my success came from that specific program when that wasn't the case. And I felt like it was mis misrepresent misrepresented. Um, so yeah, we do a full page case study and then I go back over it with them. And then once they feel good about it, I send it to my marketing coordinator. Um, and she makes it pretty, puts it on our site. And then our clients are able to read like, you know, these full page blogs on, you know, what it could be like for them if they were to come into the program. And they can almost like look at the case studies that closely identify with them and their business as well. It feels good. It feels like a really good honest process where we capture the the full picture. Wow. I can't think of a more honest and transparent way of showcasing your past work with your clients than a full page case study like you're doing. That's really cool. Because there's a lot of companies out there that will just have a couple of sentences that clients have given them that reflect their past work. But when you put a full page case study, you're getting into the nitty gritty of it. Um, so it's not just one highlight. It's saying, hey, this was a project that we've been working on with with this client. And here was their issue. And here's how we solved it. And it, it just makes your prospects feel a lot better. And hopefully there's going to be a lot more people wanting to work with you. Um, so Tatiana, thank you so much for spending your time here and providing your expertise. I'm so excited to get this episode live. Um, please tell the audience how they can get in touch with you. Yes, absolutely. So I'm on Instagram at underscore Tatiana O'Hara. Um, and then you can check out our website at tatianaohara.co. And, you know, I think one of the easiest ways to learn from me would be through our brand new shop that we just launched. Uh, it's called Grindaholics RX. So we recently retired our coaching program, Grindaholics Anonymous. And now Grindaholics RX serves as a digital pharmacy with over-the-counter solutions for people leading people. And so there are very quick grab-and-go templates, resources, tutorials um, that you can implement in 48 hours or less within your business and a broad range of topics from you know, creating your CEO vision all the way to creating your org chart. So definitely check that out. 
Yes. And we will have all those links in the description below. So again, please check Tatiana out and all of her, her amazing resources. And thank you again so much for being part of this Dear Mark episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening. To learn more about how to make social media a more honest and empowering place to be, follow us on Instagram at the Dear Mark Project and visit our website, dearmark.co. Stay tuned every week for a new episode. Thanks again for tuning in.